Hey everybody, this is San Francisco Dam Podcast for April 29th. I am Dee Dee LaFrac coming to you live from formerly beautiful downtown San Francisco. Well, sweethearts, the month of April is almost over. It's been like purgatory here in San Francisco because, of course, our mayor has extended the shelter in place for another month. So, We're talking about San Francisco wouldn't get back to whatever normal is going to happen until the beginning of June. And thank you for all new subscribers and listeners internationally. I appreciate you and you have great taste in podcasts. All San Francisco Dan podcasts are under 15 minutes, so let's go. I like a short podcast, long podcast. It's so, so egotistical and narcissistical. I am talking about San Francisco's harm production industries. Now, San Francisco has had a a reputation of being liberal. That's a lie. Compassionate. That's a lie. Most people know that it is one of the most expensive cities to live in, in North America. That is true. So that we have so much attention paid to those who couldn't afford rent on their best days bears some questioning. Now, there are many nonprofit industries that have been pimping the homeless situation. Like, again, these these are people who couldn't afford the rent, couldn't keep up, couldn't catch up. Some are mentally ill. The majority have drug problems. Now, usually what happens when addicts, and, you know, I do call them junkies, and the old, old school term would be dope fiends, but junkies... Have you guys seen that show, Intervention? Most people have. Intervention is following uh, dope addicts around and watching how they shoot up, watching how they are incompetent. And you clearly see that they need some government intervention. They need institutionalizing. They cannot cope because of their addiction. Now, you've got this, they call it um, harm reduction, but I'm a satirist. I was weaned on Mad Magazine when I was five back in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, so I am satirical. That's my core artistic expression through all, throughout all my mixed media art from public access to this podcast to doing stand-up comedy, solo performance art. Okay, back to San Francisco's, I call it harm production industries. These are grisly nonprofits. There is one called the Coalition on Homeless. It's a joke. And it's so funny, they they use propaganda, and I'm going to call them racist. You know why I'm calling them racist? I went to the Coalition on Homeless. I went to their website, and they they have this main picture of pretty cleaned-up-looking people. They don't show the majority of uh, what the junkies are, which is a lot of males of color. There's a very high number of black African-American male junkies. Nobody seems to want to be talking about that except me. And being a black woman, I guess it's okay for me to keep it real about that, right? So if you go to the Coalition on Homeless, you know, it's a a nonprofit. They've been chugging along, paying their rent. And it's like this weird cycle. Everybody knows if you've ever seen any intervention TV shows about junkies, junkies aren't going to kick the habit until they get um, a higher power helping them. They can't kick it on their own, even if you give them housing. 
if you give a junkie housing without drug treatment, they're just going to end up losing the housing because whatever little government check they get, they're going to spend it on drugs. So when they say San Francisco has a housing issue, it is true that we have some of the most expensive rents in America. And it is also true that the junkies could not pay the rent on their best day. And it's also true that they need a higher power helping them. I'm not talking about your God and I am not a religious woman. I'm talking about the government. And in my perfect world, there would be uh, drug addict camps. They would be on the outskirts of the city. They'd take them out there. They'd be, in, you know, on a big camp, all the junkies together. The government would give them their drugs at a certain time every day and then do whatever you're going to do with them away from us citizens. Now, San Francisco is a very small city. It's seven miles by seven miles, seven miles by seven miles. They call it 49 square miles or whatever. It's seven miles one way, seven miles another way, square, small city. The majority of the junkies, they have tried to concentrate them downtown, but since the shelter in place, which started back in March and is supposedly extended until the end of May, I find that like insane. Now, the junkies have been allowed to pitch their tent in any neighborhood, except, of course, I keep saying this, they cannot pitch tents in Seacliff. They can't do it uh, in St. Francis Wood, not in the Presidio, not in Pacific Heights. There are hands-off neighborhoods where if junkies showed up, the police would definitely uh, disable the uh, encampments. The junkies are spreading out all over the city. People are losing their minds. I'm seeing this. I Go back, binge listen to this podcast. This podcast is like a performance art, a psychodramatic performance art piece for me. It's a way for me to heal. And this podcast was coming even before the pandemic. So this podcast started on my personal schedule. It's just a coincidence. All this ish hit the fan. So the point I'm making is it's harm production for the majority of the citizens of San Francisco to suffer for a very few. Now we're talking a city that has about a population of 800,000 people. So that's under a million people live in San Francisco and you've got approximately 10,000 junkies roaming the street. I'm calling them junkies. The majority have drug issues. Now this is what the coalition on homeless don't want to admit. They can't come out and say, look, these people are junkies. You know, uh, San Francisco is not necessarily prioritizing housing them. In the perfect world, they would go down to the welfare office and accept that one-way bus ticket to go back to the small towns they came from where the standard of living is cheaper. Now, say, for instance, a welfare check is, what, $500, $600? You know what? You could spend that much taking eight people out to eat in San Francisco. Seriously. So are you getting what I am saying? People who are listening internationally and outside of San Francisco, they couldn't keep up and they can't keep up unless they get drug treatment. And the city doesn't seem to be prioritizing drug treatment. It's like some clown show where they're pretending to get housing. There is no housing for these junkies. That's why they are on the street 
my tribe on Twitter. You go to Twitter, uh, check out my handle, San Francisco Dam, and then look at the people I am following. These are the people that are um, taking videos and showing you exactly like moving pictures of what's going on. Me, I'm a woman. I am not allowed to videotape these freaks unless I'm in a car because just going down the street with my phone in my hand, they'll try to hassle me saying, what are you videotaping me? Because these junkies who are primarily males are misogynists. And that's what I'm talking about, harm production. They're allowed to terrorize the city. And it's really a mess. And what they do bring to neighborhoods is fear. They bring immobility because people are afraid to leave their houses. They bring property crime. The collateral damage is women, children, and the elderly. And they are quite infantile. And they get mad when women... See, you have to use your emotional intelligence in order to, to emphasize with the collateral damage of the junkies, which are women, children, and the elderly. Now, I have no time for men who, who actually don't emotionally coddle me. Men I know, they have to emotionally coddle me about this. If not emotionally coddle me, they have to show empathy. And that's a sign of emotional intelligence. A lot of males lack emotional intelligence. They see the um, junkie apocalypse through their perspective. Being a man, just like, oh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's nasty, but it's not so bad. Yeah. Because they've never had a junkie chase them uh, down the block. They've never had a junkie spit at them because you didn't give them money. They haven't had junkies try to break into their building. They haven't had junkies try to rob them because, you know, they're men. So understand this, guys. Don't be emotionally ignorant, okay? And you know what I miss? I miss during this pandemic, during the junkie apocalypse... I already said I miss taking walks. I'm a walker. I walk a good two, three miles daily. I miss going to art receptions. I'm an artist. I love going to museums. I love going to the library, public library. It started getting taken over as a, uh, a junkie hangout even before the uh, shelter in place. The, my uh, library down on Larkin Street I miss going to the library, museums, I miss going to bars and frisking around with tipsy middle-aged men because I am middle-aged. I miss Emperor Norton's booze hound. I miss the Horseshoe, Lucky Horseshoe Bar on Cortland. I really miss going to North Beach. That's my favorite neighborhood. I miss going to the Bohemian Museum, City Lights Bookstore, I, you know, home of the Beatniks. I miss that. I miss going upstairs to Vesuvio's and taking out a sketch pad because I'm a, also a cartoonist. I was a childhood cartoonist. I miss drawing in public. I miss sitting in a cafe drawing. I miss all of that stuff, and I hope we get back to whatever normal we had as soon as possible. But I don't know how that's possible because of City Hall and the homeless industrial complexes harm production. Their harm production. How can we go back to normal after this? Because Mayor London Breed hasn't said, hey, everybody, after June 1st, the junkies won't be allowed to 
pitch their tents all over San Francisco as she has let them do. She hasn't given us any idea of what's going to happen. So I'm just waiting to see what's going to happen between today, April 29th, 2020, and May 29th. It's going to be a long month here in San Francisco. It's going to be a long month of harm production for citizens like me. And as I have said every day, new neighborhoods are feeling the pain. Go to the SF311 app. They are, people are losing their minds and are like, why aren't you breaking up the tents? They're, they, they brought feces to the neighborhood. They're urinating. They're breaking into uh, our building. They're, uh, you know, taking our garbage cans and tossing it all over the sidewalk. That's what junkies do who are not housed. That's what junkies do who are allowed to do whatever they want by the city. And I'll say again, San Francisco has some dumb progressive laws. One, the junkies can steal up to $950 and the police do not arrest them. They might get a fine. That is if the police do show up. Isn't that harm production for the people? I'd say so. Now, if this is your first time listening to this podcast, thank you. It's really easy to binge. Listen, only 15 minutes. I am Dee Dee LaFrac. I am a mixed media award-winning San Francisco artist. Follow on Twitter, San Francisco Dam. Thank you. Subscribe. Tell your friends. And guess what? I trust my vibes. San Francisco Damn.